2: Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me in the Gamezilla Media Studios, my co-host, my audio producer, the
1: Dead Eye Knight. I am the real deal, the sex appeal. It's true. And I enjoyed the delicious meal that Player One, Miggy, brought to the studio—the Popeyes chicken sandwich. It's been a good day. Player
2: One Miggy. It's only
1: going to get better. Our video producer. Give it up for Player One Miggy. What's going on, buddy? What up, dude?
2: I'm a provider. Everything you see here live on Mixer, everything that happens, even if it's bad, understand it's Miggy's fault or it's thanks to Miggy. But really, we go with Miggy's fault, okay? But anyways, yeah. Welcome, Miggy. And oh. thank you for the chicken sandwich from Popeyes. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. anytime. How for the many tacos. people did you have to fight for it? It was a
0: bloodbath. Was
2: it, was it like Fight Club? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it was like. See, first Club. of all,
2: you should never admit that because the first
0: rule about Fight Club. Yeah, is, but you brought it up, so you broke the rule first.
2: Yeah, but I'm not part of the Fight Club, so I can ask about it, and then you're supposed to like deny it. I just
1: walked in and they were fighting already, so <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. casually <laughs> threw a couple of threw a couple of
0: bows, knocked the people out, tripped an old lady, and grabbed some sandwiches right, and right. walked out. I yeah. didn't pay.
1: Yeah, it's the security footage is already out there of player when Miggy spiking an old lady through a Popeyes table.
0: Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah that was you. It's the wind up, you know. it's, yeah, it's, someone, a, that's it's a straight not, up power that, bomb. That's
2: already on YouTube. I didn't realize it was you. Nice work. Yeah, oh, nice yeah. work. It's I'm on impressed.
1: YouTube. It's on Ustream. It's on YouPorn. It's on, on Live Leak. I'm everywhere. I might have a Live Leak after eating that chicken sandwich. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's a different
0: kind.
2: Yeah. But anyways, Miggy, thank you for those uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich, and
1: we are here for episode 286 of the Gamezilla Podcast, brought to you by. Our supporters at Patreon.com slash media. Now, last week, this plug was brought to you by a wonderful southern gentleman that was ranching, fun, dead-eye. But today, I will play it straight. We need your support to keep the GameZilla podcast running. And we thank all of our patrons that currently do. They get exclusive access to shows that aren't available anywhere else. They're not available on Spotify or even GameZillaMedia.com. iTunes, they're nowhere. They're only to our patrons at patreoncom slash media and that is part of the five-dollar exclusive content level. In every show on the Gamezilla Media Network, has a. Podcast that is exclusive every single month. So you know, if you're a fan of the last action podcast, boom, they have a bonus show right there for you. A fan of Legend of the Retro, boom, bonus show. You're a fan of the gamezilla podcast, gamezilla Pre-Shows, boom, bonus. We got you there. They're all available at patreon.com slash Gamesilla Media. Five dollars, a little tough on your budget, don't worry. Support starts at just one dollar a month, and we appreciate every single dollar that goes to keep the lights on here at GameZilla Media. So go there, GameZilla. Patreon.com slash games media and plug your support today. Nice work. I only had one brain fright in the middle Yeah, it was it was pretty solid. Yeah. I'll give it to it's you. It's always better when I do it in a dumb accent. Yeah, you didn't do a dumb accent. I try, you know, I tried to see if I could maintain that level of quality plug without <sighs> the accent, and I couldn't R- do it. Rewind it back and do it over again. Well
0: now okay, if okay, you want done, to support done, the done.
2: games of the podcast,
0: <laughs> you need to go to patreon.com slash media. Okay, we're done. Then support
1: <laughs> us today with your money. <laughs> we <laughs> give us your damn money. Listen,
2: listen, we're live on Mixer and I don't want everybody to leave, so you need to stop.
1: We're on Mixer.
2: Mixer.com <laughs> slash little Media. Give
1: us your money
2: and chicken sandwiches. It's our first ever show. With VODs enabled. <laughs> yeah. <it's a laughs> so brilliant. in other words, it's our first real show, okay? Mickey's in studio. I'm not over here pushing buttons, trying to make it pretend like Mickey's here. We have the the VOD turned on. We are ready to actually try this time and have our official launch show here on Mixer. So... Um, yeah uh, if you're if you're listening to this on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to podcasts and you want to watch a live show, it's every Monday night 7 p.m mixer.com slash games <sighs> it's
1: our new home yeah. Beef Hammer requested it as the Macho Man. Like, oh yeah, you want to support us on Patreon? You You're a you good do. Macho Man. And bottom to top, you gotta support us five dollars a month. Oh yeah, that's good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, not best, it's not the best, but your not Macho. Bad. You're Macho solid. is my uh, my Ultimate Warrior is the best? As it was featured on an episode of Noobs and Dragons. It was. That was actually very good, <laughs> very uh, scary. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Beef Hammer. Oh, very nice. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, good job. <laughs> Clearly, I, I know what's gonna come next week now. Become a patron. You gotta save CD. it. You're gonna you're blowing it all now. That's true. I'm <laughs> blowing it all. That's man. that's that's my way. Blow it all. All right. Well. Anyways, thanks to our patrons and uh, thanks to everybody who's joining us live on Mixer for our our real true full strength launch show uh, this week. But we got some news to get into. So I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Dead Eye get this get this queued up, and I'm just gonna say, um, here's the news. I'm searching, I'm searching the web for the-
1: I must have accidentally hit it I twice. And what I meant to sometimes. say is, here's the news. I should have just let it roll out.
2: I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. I, what about
1: this monster story of yours? Download. I, I learned what happens when you hold the button. <laughs> it just keeps firing on. Yeah, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yep. what it does. Wow, Okay. Yep. Lesson and a, and
2: a very um, aggressive uh, speed up too.
1: <laughs> it really ramps <laughs> up aggressively.
2: Yeah, no throttle at all. Uh, all right, well we're in the news. We got our top our first topic. This one's a little crazy. I want to give a shout out to the Sphinx who uh, posted this in our Discord and you can join the Discord uh, just by going to gameslmedia.com, right on that homepage, clicking on the community tab, and you can join Discord for free. But right there we had this uh, we had this issue. Or or sorry, this law pass that uh, in in China, and this is this is crazy to me. Okay, so let's let's get let me read a little bit about this. Uh, Basically, the the regulations here is what they're calling them: no playing video games after ten p.m., no more than ninety minutes of gaming on weekdays. Do you like add-ons like virtual weapons and costumes, aka loot boxes? Keep it to $57 a month. It's a weird number, too. Yeah, right? It's a, such a random number. But these are all the new laws put in place by the Chinese government at curbing video game addiction among young people, a problem that top officials believe is to blame for a rise in nearsightedness and poor academic performance across broad... across their entire society, basically. So, this is, to me... This is uh, wild. This obviously takes this takes effect for anybody under the age of eighteen. You now are allowed ninety minutes on weekdays, a curfew of ten p.m., and basically a, a spending limit. All based around video games in China, if you're under the age of eighteen. If I if I had to like if I think about how my gaming like. Experience was when I was under eighteen, under the age of eighteen, and I had these restrictions. Man, I wouldn't. I would have broke all of these rules easily. If I had these restrictions, I might be a brain surgeon now. Maybe China's honest. <laughs> That's true, right? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, yeah, so <sighs> the regulations were announced by the National Press and Publication Administration on Tuesday. Uh, Ban users younger than 18 from playing games, like I said, from, um, between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. So that's the, there's your pickup time in the following day. Uh, and they are not permitted to play more than 90 minutes on weekdays and then, and three hours on weekends
1: and holidays. So even weekends are only allowed three hours. Very generous. They're, what? Very generous, not, Chinese no, government. No. Very kind of you. Thank you to our Chinese overlords.
2: The limits are the uh, government's latest attempt to rein in China's online gaming industry, which which is the biggest in the world, um, or one of the sorry one of the world's largest, which generates more than thirty three billion dollars in annual revenue and draws hundreds of millions of users. So yeah, um, man, this is. I don't know. I don't. I mean, obviously, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, a lot of a lot of restrictions and and guidelines that that China places on their on their citizens, but this one obviously hits close to home because it's video game related. What do you think? What are your thoughts on this? As far as this this new, you're 17 years old. Okay, I'm not talking about like a nine year old that probably should have some some limitations placed around you. You're 17. These are your guidelines, the same as the 10 year old that's playing Fortnite, and you're and you're 17 years
1: old. You gotta gotta abide by these rules. Uh, It's taken me 31 years of my life as someone who was born in the late 80s to understand why the United States lost so many young men fighting communism in Vietnam. Now I know! Because that's insane that the government would restrict what you can do in your leisure time. That's just showing me the evils of communism. It's crazy to me. Like, I understand parents who are individuals that want their children to have restrictions at home but to me for the government to restrict your ability on how you spend your leisure time that is an overstretch of boundaries from an american standpoint that's yeah. normal in china that's normal in north korea your government tell you everything they tell you when to poop over there yeah
2: uh, video they games. Tell me. Video games have become a popular target. The state-run media has likened, uh, like, likened some of the games to poison, and the government has blocked sales of some titles on the grounds that they are too violent. And like, some of that. Uh, first of all, I don't like any like big government, you know, blocking things. But like, as far as overviolence and issues, like we've had this discussion. Some of this stuff needs to be figured out to some extent, or at least. Um, filtered better, how wh- handled better? If if you
0: not told me
1: straight up banned, if you told me this story was children under the age of eighteen are not permitted to play violent video games, I'd be like, all right, like yeah, all right, right. you exactly. know, like which, which technically you can't buy them here, but if there was an actual block, I guess it would be less jarring than a you're restricted to ninety minutes, which again is actually if you look at it, a healthy amount of video games for a lot of kids. It just bothers me that it's the communist government telling you not to do it. Yeah, so Owl Zero chimes in and says, how much
2: do they follow up on that rule? So that's a good question. I think think we'll spin it a little bit differently. How, period, do they follow up on that rule? Mm -hmm. How are they going to actually enforce this? So we don't have all the details yet, but what I do have is that the National Press and Publication Administration said that minors would be required to use real names and identification numbers when they log into play. The rules also limit how much young people can spend on purchases made through apps like virtual weapons, clothes, pets. Those purchases now are capped at $28 to $57 a month, depending on age. So your allowance of loot box purchasing or DLC or whatever is it changes based off age. As you get a little bit older, you can spend a little bit more. But the big hitting here is you're going to have to log in with your name. Most these kids I- have worked in factories since they were three, so it's fine.
1: <laughs> your little, literally- <laughs> wow. It's probably true. Wow. It's probably true. I'm not sure about the child <sighs> labor laws in China. I'm not sure chinese officials said the regulations were meant to combat addiction well i mean <sighs> the government here tells us when and where we can't do heroin and guess what it's everywhere and every when. yeah the quote
2: the quote here is that these programs affect the physical and mental health of minors as well as their normal learning and living uh and that was a statement coming from the national press and publication administration so it's this is this is obviously we're we're talking about China here. We're talking they they do whatever they want in the sense of we've watched games just get we've watched games movies companies just get banned from China because they say so. That's it. Bottom line, you know, and they have their reason because you you don't um, you know side with with the the way that we want to run this country, and so for me I sit back I'm looking at this and I'm like all right well. I, I think we've talked about it here on the North American side on as far as how we need to handle violence, how we need to better, be a better community, how we need to you know, learn and, and become more professional of an of a industry and, and community. So, But this is like the extreme, right? This is like the, I don't know how to fix this. Ju- let's just, let's just th- build a wall. And so, this is not the answer. This is a really bad idea. There's going to be plenty of people that try to get around it. The whole identification number thing, the whole all this stuff. You're gonna have these fake, these fake accounts that are generated, and all this. And then the bottom line is, what happens to these kids when they violate this? They're not an adult, so hopefully, they're not just like shot on the street or
1: something. <laughs> Probably not shot, but maybe. Put in maybe putting prison. I Put in prison. This is the same. This is the same country that the atrocities of the one child per fam- per family led to the death of, I don't know, millions of little girls. So, I, it's not crazy that the Chinese government is doing this. They're not good. <sighs> yeah. The it gets even crazier when
2: analysts and uh, said the regulations have been largely anticipated by the industry and, and were unlikely to hurt revenue. How can you limit someone spending money and limit play time to what I would consider a minimum level and say that's not going to affect the Chinese like industry of gaming like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like I play three hours of video games almost every day. You told me I had 90 minutes. I would probably be like, eh, I'm just not going to play. It's not worth what?
1: It's not worth it. Ninety minutes. You have an hour and a half. Hour and a half is not worth it. I would I would love to have an hour and a half a day to play video games. Hour and a half is not worth it. What do you mean an hour and a half is not worth it? When you play a nine hour arc bender, that's true. That's every game I play right now.
2: <laughs> you told me I play an hour and a half arc. I'd be like, well, I can't really get anything done in an hour and a half, so why why play it? I'd rather just, here's a th- and here's the thing, you might actually say, this is a good thing. I'm just going to go kick a soccer ball around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe I'm just going to go for a bike ride. The Chinese government, and, and when you talk about the financial uh, ramifications of it, I wonder how much of the cut the Chinese government actually gets. They'd probably rather you take, you, take your Chinese money and spend it on goods and services that are provided by the government or uh, created within China, opposed to those dollars being exported to American and Japanese companies.
2: Yeah. It goes on to say young players are likely to find ways around the regulation, such as using a parent's phone and identification number. I feel like that's a real bad idea because if that parent like gets caught that the kid is doing that, then I, I believe that the parent would, would be held responsible. And because it's an adult, you know, the... the uh, Repercussions could be pretty bad. It's China.
1: Yeah, the the Chinese government's capable of anything. We're seeing that,
2: yeah. So, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea if the child likes their parents. How about that? If you hate your parents, then I guess maybe I'll go if for you it. If you hate your
1: parents, register the no. phone. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Chinese kids are getting out of line like that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, Nyko Partners, which
2: is – Nyko, I believe, is that company that makes a lot of, like, just no offense, but real shitty (laughs) third-party devices
1: like – like a forced fan push throughs oh, and shit like that? Yeah, Naiko. yeah. It is. You know, for a second, I was thinking about Tyco that made just dope oh, yeah. ass yeah. remote no. control cars no, no. in the 90s. Bring Tyco yeah. back. Uh, they're, and Tyco, they're, get out of here. Yeah,
2: they're they're quitted.
1: A senior analyst there are, are
2: uh, quoted saying there will always be loopholes. It's like, well, this is coming from a company that probably shouldn't even exist
1: anyway. So um, anyways. I think mean, that Tyco knows about the loopholes. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, we'll sell a fan that ha- attaches to your 360. Of course they know about the loopholes.
2: Yeah. Uh, This goes on to kind of level things out. Um, There's a couple other comments saying that China uh, is now one of the most heavily regulated video game markets in the world and that technology companies in the country and abroad world uh, would be forced to follow the government's policy announcements more closely. I think compared to the West, it's very extreme. Publishers and developers need to be very aware of the content of the games they are developing for the market. And this is, this is the point that I want, also want to get to, is that when you think about, um, you know, like most recently, let's talk about Blizzard, right? Blizzard has had a, a lot of negativity around their, their stance on the players they banned due to all the stuff that was going on anyways this is going to fall heavily... A lot of this is going to fall heavily on the developer because if somehow kids are able to play outside of those rules and they're able to enjoy Overwatch for however much time they want, that's when the government of China will literally step in and just ban that game. And then Blizzard loses what is pretty much their number one market. You know, when you look at video games, China becomes the number one market for, for many of these because just of sheer population. So... I mean, this is going to cause these developers to have to build this into their game. It's not as simple as, like, yeah, China's going to have these identification numbers and and then you're going to have to log in with a name and all this stuff. That's going to be baked into the game. And companies like Blizzard and them are going to have to be the ones that figure out how it's going to work, how they're going to make it work with their game, which is added development. It's added cost. It's added everything. But they want that market. They don't want to lose access to that market, so they're going to play nice, when it comes to these guidelines, but I'm just really interested to see what the, how this plays out, how how it affects the the revenue stream from this from this uh, country, and and what it how it r- changes the gaming industry as a whole. Because I don't think we're gonna see that this uh, you know these rules make it make their way over to North America yeah maybe about 20 years I don't think it'll be that strict though they'll never let it be that strict but what I mean by it is that it'll be interesting to see the variance of like what overwatch is here versus overwatch there and at the same time too is because of these limitations you're putting kids that are in there like like what about the pros
1: they fall into this age category. It's gonna, it's gonna make t- China non-competitive in 50 years when the Olympics are dead and esports are the Olympics. Yeah. China, you're gonna fall behind. But like, congratu- Like a Chinese company just won Worlds in
2: in League of Legends. They just won Worlds 2019 for League of Legends. Like, wh- like if they are under 18, how do, how do they get a pass because they're a pro player? How do you become a pro player? You know, if you're only allowed x amount of hours, it's just it, to me like it's things like that where like right now, esports and stuff like that is hotter than ever, and that industry is growing bigger than ever. And you have colleges throwing scholarships around, and you have you have you know multi million dollar contracts being thrown around to these to these kids that are all under the age of eighteen. I, I don't say all, a majority of them are under the age of eighteen. This is this is how, how does that not affect this? That's another industry that they're not even talking about.
1: I would guess the Chinese government does not care. Well, I mean that, that part could be true too. They, but they want you to be a compliant body that works within their communist regime. Yeah. No, I mean that you're right. They don't care about that stuff. They only care about what they think is going to
2: better their, you know, their society. I get that, but. From the industry standpoint of like Blizzard, you know Blizzard, these companies that have invested so much money into Overwatch League, into World World, you know, uh, League of Legends and things like that, the, that Chinese market is is huge for them. I mean, it was just two years ago that League of Legends held the worlds in China. They they sold out one of their massive arenas when League comes here. And we put it in, like, a hockey arena. We, like, sell the lower bowl out. There they sold out, like, an Olympic-sized arena. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And the thing is, it's always been that way over there. You think of StarCraft two, a game that's, that's, you know, how old now? And, I mean, the, the, it still has a scene over there. You think about the, the computer cafes and all these things. Now they're all limited. Can I go to a computer cafe? Like, okay, I have an identification number and a name. And it doesn't and, and no matter where I go I ha, I have to use that so like how does that affect the business there in China for all of these cafes that are computer cafes and I mean okay I can only play three hours of games can I still sit on YouTube and watch 12 more hours of games because how's that stopping a kid from being a brain dead zombie that's true you know like there's those are a lot of the questions that I have that I'm like okay like you want to be super strict you want you' you want to turn children into you know, rebels in a way, because you're going to have these kids that outlap you know, they're going to lash out because they want to succeed. They want to be the next, you know, the next superstar
1: in a video game. They that, you know, this is this is their world now. Kids don't have dreams in China, man. They don't want you to anyway. <laughs> it's true, man. The Chinese government doesn't want their kids to have dreams. They want their kids to comply. Uh, That's the force of their communist regime, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're right. I wonder if games are so popular in China because you need an escape from your life being controlled by your government. That's probably why video games are so popular there, and it is crazy to think that they're going to take that away from children. It's sad. It's a sad state. Where these people have to live in a world where their government controls the smallest decisions of their lives, if from a from a Western standpoint, it's completely insane. Here's another question: How do you regulate a game that doesn't have doesn't require an internet connection? Uh, let's use the example of you shouldn't have need to sign into your Bethesda account to play Doom. True, but, but, but now all of a sudden you do. Okay, well, what's like what that.
2: stops you? I, I mean, like. An example of maybe we see a boom in retro gaming. because Absolutely. Yeah, you see a boom in China for retro gaming because now you get some some older stuff and there is no internet connection. They can't retrofit it.
1: Yeah, they find a way to import these systems that may, you know, because there's a history of China being very strict on importing gaming consoles. And that's why PC gaming is more popular in China. Uh, but you may find a, a black market for, you know, classic console games or offline console games. Uh in that nation, you could see something like you know that stupid uh, Coleco Chameleon-like retro cartridge-based system. You could see some sort of like underground version of something like that actually pop up and be a viable thing kids buy. Those all those cheap knockoffs, like five hundred and one game consoles that you buy at a flea market, those are everywhere in China. You're going to see maybe a higher quality of those produced. Maybe you're going to see uh, actual really good replicas of n- western gaming systems pop up there. Yeah. Plus I mean you have to
2: it's also weird because China as far as technology you look at that you look at that 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 country as a as a techni- technological advanced country. Yeah. And so for them to want to you know like one of these comments here from from the owner of an industrial technology firm uh, in eastern China, said that uh, he is worried that many children would still find ways to play video games. For example, he noted that the seven-year-old son often played games that uh, did not require an internet connection and were difficult to regulate. But he also says, we have to, this is, he's quoted saying this part, we have to develop new things to replace games. New things to replace games. He said, our minds should be focused on building more stadiums, football courts, Mm-hmm and basketball courts.
1: There's some there's some merit behind wanting kids to go out and play some sports. Yeah, but I'm sorry, uh, but r- 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 develop new things. <laughs> Maybe football
2: courts because I've never heard of a football court before. But football fields and basketball courts and stadiums are not new things. They're just a different form of, of competitive. They and, do they do love basketball in China. Yeah, they're just they a, Yao Ming. They're just a different version of com- of com- competition. So, you know. This is almost like that. This for, I think for what we're seeing here is that first kind of like pushback that they don't like the, this competition, competitive scene of electronic gaming, like the, of this like of these esports, of these things that you know, they they would rather have a basketball court than an esports arena, even though China has an esports arena, they have many esports arenas. Now they're acting like they don't they don't want that because it's bad for their society. And I just to me I'm like for you can read a lot about um the the eye the uh the vision situation they're talking about, right? You can read a ton of of uh information that's been released and none of it is conclusive, saying that there's permanent eye damage. Yeah. You know, yes, there could be eye fatigue, and because of it, you could have temporary vision change and stuff like that. But when you look at the numbers, none of it actually states, "Yeah, you know what? You play a lot of video games, you're going to have problems." Yet China's stating that's the one of the main reasons why they're doing it. And so, like, where is the proof? And I guess again, this is China; they don't have to have the proof. What they You'll say need- is what they what goes. But for me to sit here back and, to sit back and see this, it's it's super sad, especially looking at a. Country that, for the most part, is one of you know some of the best players in the world to come from from China, you know, and <laughs> and I and basically right now you are you're handcuffing these kids from an opportunity, and I'm, I'm again I'm talking like I'm from America because I am, but like to me that's wrong. To me, you can't do that, right? It'd be like, hey, um, you you know what? You can't do IT.
1: That's correct. I actually can't.
2: You can't. <laughs> it's it's What's a your, sham what,
1: anyway. Yeah, <laughs> shut up.
2: You can't do IT, um, you know, because it's going to hurt your eyes and uh, we want, you know, more football courts.
1: Like, that's how dumb it sounds to me. Like, yeah, but I'm going to have a really sweet government Chinese yeah, job over paving, here, asphalt paving. Over here, we have, we,
2: over here when you're in elementary school, like, how many times when you grew up as a kid? did you have to do an assignment or did you have to answer the question of what do you want to do when you grow up? You're like, I'm going to be an astronaut dog, right? Like, it was, it could be as stupid as you want and the teacher would be like, yeah, you do that.
1: Yeah. I'm
2: going to be a pirate, right? Like, whatever it was. Or or I'm going to be a doctor to help people. Like, you could say whatever you wanted. And, and over here, and again, I know it's China and I get it. This isn't the first, this isn't the only time this has ever happened and, the, and there's plenty of rules over there that we don't agree with. But now it's like, I'm going to go up. I'm going to be the next ninja. And literally, they're like, no, you're not.
1: Not not here. Not no, in China. Not. Yeah, not That's not China. the Chinese way.
2: It'll be interesting to hear how many um, people maybe leave China, like, if their kid is successful at video games, starts to show true, like, potential. All of a sudden, they head to Europe, you know, to join the European leagues, okay. or they come to America to join the American leagues, because that's the only way they're going to allow their they're going to be able to have their kid develop properly into this opportunity
1: that they that they want their kid to have. What I'm really interested to see 20 years from now, 15 years from now, how many brilliant game developers do we see yes. out of China because these kids are like I'm restricted to how much time I can spend playing games, let me learn to code, let me learn to make my own games that the government can't take away from me how incredible would it be to see the that's that's the result of something being taken away and the the children of china then turn that around to cultivate uh creativity. And you can also see a stunt here though. It's possible. I'm i I'm I'm being optimistic for sure yeah. in that regard. It would be really cool if we see that. I don't know if that's gonna be the case. Yeah. I guess if a Chinese It could be develop, the opposite. If they a, could kill the gaming yeah, industry. If
2: a Chinese developer was focusing on the fact of a worldwide release, then yeah maybe it wouldn't stunt them. But the idea of I wasn't allowed to play video games past 90, you know, 90 minutes and 3 hours on weekends and I couldn't you know, like why am I going to waste my time to build something that, that those kids aren't going to be able to play. Mm-hmm. You know, I've met um, several Chinese developers at PAX and different conventions and with some really cool projects that they did bring over here and all of the reactions when I wanted to talk to them was get our card in this guy's hand because our stuff doesn't come overseas very yeah. often. The you know, Chinese development isn't as prominent in North America. And so, like, when I was... One that sticks with me recently was uh, Candleman, uh, which is on the Switch now, yeah. and, and I got to play it. And when I, like, approached them about being on a podcast and wanting to set up an interview with them, they, like, flipped... The, the head of the studio wasn't standing right there. These people lost their minds and went running around to find them to make sure that, that they were able to introduce, you know, the, the, the actual, like, head art director or whatever to me. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Like I'm I'm sitting here like this is no big deal. They were freaking out. And and they admitted right then and there. They're like, we are trying our hardest to bring this stuff overseas because so much of it doesn't see anything past mm-hmm. China. So yeah, you put all these restrictions in, how many of these do- how many of these developers that are trying to do something over there close?
1: Yeah.
2: But at the same time, anytime you say, like you said, anytime you say you can't do something that's when you are going to get those people that, that do create, that do, that do push, it, push back. And because of it, we will see some really cool stuff. You know? And so it'll go both ways. But I just think it's definitely extreme. It's definitely going to be <sighs> abused in so many ways. that, And I don't know how China will regulate it and, and figure out how to actually make it work. But overall, I think it's, it's definitely the wrong path.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things that makes us take a look at the the freedom we have here in the United States. You know, like we are a country that uh, does cultivate creativity and the ability to uh, try things and the ability to create things. And you know, you look at something where that sort of stuff is restricted in China, so it's it's harder to do. And hopefully, people will you know thrive and find ways to game and again it won't just kill out the industry for an entire generation. Yeah.
2: All right, well let us know what you think. You can always you can always uh, join us in the conversation in our Discord. So you can just go to gameslittlemedia.com, click on that community tab and join the Discord today, talk with gamers from around the world for free and uh, hop in that gaming general ch- channel. Let's talk about what you think about these new laws being set in China. We're gonna move into topic number two, and that is uh, Kojima news. If you didn't know uh, who this guy is, he's kind of he's a game developer. You know, just a small one, not a not a big deal, but just a little guy. Um, oh,
1: geez, I'm already tired. I'm already tired of hearing. Kojima
2: about him. is one of your biggest uh, game developers in the world, one of your most well-known individuals. I yeah. would say, you know, like not a, just just the overall studio, but like a guy, right? Uh, Kojima just won, not one but two Guinness World Records for his social media accounts, okay? Would a, would a, just a normal guy that makes crappy games be able to do that,
1: Deadite? Yeah. Would an ordinary developer be able to do that, Deadite? Hmm. So I'm going to have to relate this to another area that I actually know more about. Uh, Metallica probably has more followers than just about any other band in the world. That doesn't make them in any way good. Yeah, but is Metallica in the, in the Hall of Fame? They might be in the Rock Hall of Fame, but the Hall of Fames are a sham. No, I mean, it's legit. It's Until a- Motorhead gets gets in this year, it's all a sham. <laughs> <laughs> Until. Once Anyways, Motorhead's uh, in, it'll all be legit. Hideo
2: Kojima, director of the Metal Gear franchise and the new game Death Stranding, was presented with not one but two Guinness World Records on Saturday as part of the Death Stranding promotional tour. Kojima has now officially been recognized as the most followed game director on Twitter and Instagram. There's not a whole lot here to this. This that that's basically the news. Um <laughs> But basically, people have really low standards for following. <laughs> no, I guess I'll, let me. I guess let me explain how how this goes down. Besides being known for his work directing uh, the Metal Gear franchise and Death Stranding, Kojima is also a prolific social media user. You know that's why Kojima is so special is that he he gets out there and he interacts and creates uh, you know relationships with some of the biggest names out you know in in entertainment and just you see a lot of that. Uh, you see a lot of that happening with uh, Kojima so it's he's in front of it he's out there you see him and so he's built himself into this image where so many others just kind of are behind the scenes
1: yeah it's so to to use who Kojima in my mind maybe the n- number two most prevalent like game like when i think of famous game developers i think of Kojima right after who i think of as number 1 who, well, let's be honest, is a little more reserved and quiet and the opposite of Kojima, and that's Shigeru Miyamoto. Miyamoto, A legend in the industry, highly respected, but far more reserved, far more private, not as out there in socials where Kojima is. Right, yeah, absolutely. So basically, uh, managing... The, the Twitter account of
2: Kojima uh, has a following of about 2.8 million uh, accounts on his English account, and on his Instagram, Kojima has a little more than 888,000 followers as, w- as well. It appears that uh, Guinness Book of World Records is being pretty specific about the title game director um, of the record. Considering Kojima isn't necessarily the most followed general game developer on Twitter, um, Minecraft creator... Marcus Pearson has about 3.7 million Twitter followers uh, so if you combine Kojima's English account of Twitter and his Japanese account, he still comes in just a little under that but for some reason that doesn't matter um, <laughs> the um, the Twitter rounds of follower accounts are a- after a certain tier so it is possible numbers are different than, than what we can see so um, beyond that, the closest runner-ups we can find at a glance are Oculus CEO John Carmack at 867,000 followers, former Nintendo of America president Reggie Fil- Philome at 459,000, and Undertale creator Toby Fox at 674,000, or Nether Realms Ed Boon at 567,000. Yeah, so you my can doom. see Kojima is light years ahead of these guys. <Centers for system shampoo>
1: Always got to have that ready. <laughs> yeah, since
2: the start of since the start of the Death Stranding development, it's become a uh, sort of reoccurring joke that Kojima has used his icon status to hang out with various celebrities and artists, and sharing the photos through social media. He's hung out with Shaun of the Dead director Edgar Wright, musician Grimes, um, director um, Del Toro, whose likeness is also in Death Stranding, uh, and. Um, Kong Skull Island director Jordan uh, Vogt Roberts, so the uh, late night host Conan O'Brien and Game Awards Jeff Knightley also make appearances in Death Stranding.
1: Um, so I didn't know Conan was in Death Stranding. <laughs> he is.
0: Yeah. He gives you an otter hat.
1: Yeah. Oh man. When Kojima
2: isn't hanging out with A-list talent, he's often sharing photos of movies and other media that takes that he's taken an interest in. So um yeah, this is interesting because he has become an icon, right? Like it almost feels like this guy can't do anything wrong. Nobody can. And I know like you've been making fun of you know, making fun of and, and, and explaining why Death Stranding is not a game for you, but there are millions of people out there right now that are that are enjoying this game um, you know, immensely. So I don't know a lot like I personally don't have a connection to Kojima like I respect him just from like what he is in the industry and and what he's accomplished and I really liked watching a guy split off from a, a company like Konami that can eat shit and you know and launch his own thing and have success like I wanted him to have success with Death Stranding I just I just Lost interest in the project because I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" You know, it just it just never really amounted to anything to me. Now, don't, that doesn't has to stop me from watching someone stream it, like Miggy or like Spidey or you know, or some somebody else, you know, on one of the platforms. But I um I personally am just sitting there. I'm like, I can't play this game, but I have enjoyed watching certain parts of it. Being like, wow, this this is really out there. So, you know, I like him for what he for his uniqueness and pushing pushing the envelope with crazy off the wall storytelling you know some mechanics that some people might look at and be like why the hell would you ever do that like why would you have a weight management mechanic of how you're gonna sit there and balance your character 24 seven as you're walking, like it's it's interesting things. It just sounds miserable. That sounds yeah right. But then like when you listen to people that have played it, and I'm not just talking Mickey, but I'm talking you know we had Fox McCloud that was in the studio just just recently. We have we have um, Baxi Baby. We have all these people around us that are playing the game. They're like, yeah, you know what? I have no idea what's going on yet, but it's but I'm really intrigued and I'm having a, and I really actually enjoy it. It's interesting.
1: You know, it's the same people like doing acid and seeing weird stuff and being confused, man. It's not for yeah, me, yeah. but some people just like being confused and disoriented. It's just
2: it's interesting to me, and I think I, I explained it to uh, Fox McCloud server when you stopped by the studio. I said, you know, I probably won't ever play Death Stranding, or if I do, it'll be down the road, like when I find when I have time. And uh, but. The little bits and pieces I watched of this game, I, I t- looked right at him. And I said, if this was a movie and it was out today, I'd be in the theater day one watching it.
1: I'd go see it as a movie.
2: Yeah, yeah. and that, So I'm like, that's why I like Kojima because he creates stuff that isn't just the same regurgitated bullshit superhero movie or whatever. Like, and I like superhero movies, but like, we're in this era of like, it's just it's the same crap just reskinned. And I feel like his stuff, generally, is just off the wall. Like, wait, he's, there's a baby in a liquid container
1: that he hooks to himself, and because of it, he can see these weird. Like, it's just out there. It's no doubt creative, and it's yeah. no doubt a a breath of fresh air in an industry that recycles the same garbage every twelve months. Yeah. So I absolutely won't run it down for being unique. So. Yeah. You know.
2: I just look at it that way as far as as an artist I respect him. As it, as his games I haven't really never I've really never played anything other than like those the weird um DS three d uh three or sorry um Game Boy Advance and DS games that were the weird like vampire oh yeah uh, games where you would harness the sol you have the solar panels that you'd harness the sun so you could shoot your gun. But anyways. Congratulations on the records. Let us know what you think about Death Stranding. Get in the Discord. Talk with us. I know Mickey's got, got some stuff that he's going to drop on us here in our, uh, our Zilla update, but,
1: you know. I'm just going to mute him, so <laughs> he can talk <laughs> as long as he wants. We'll just fill it with Let me get it off the way now, then. Beep, 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 beep. I can mute you now, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: Let's move it into our last topic here. Topic number three, Overwatch. Jeff Kaplan thinks the suspension of Blitzchung's should be eliminated. So if you're not familiar with the suspension, then I don't know what you've been doing, but we just started talking. We were talking about China. We were talking, you know, but there was the Hong Kong protests that were going on. And a lot of people were standing up for, you know, these people that were protesting. They were, they were tired of being suppressed, just, just pushed to the ground, murdered, like thrown into jail, all this stuff because they wanted change. And so we saw people take the platforms that they had access to. Uh, one of those being uh, Blitzchung, a Hearthstone um, world champion, uh, and and basically at an event that he was at, at the end he got interviewed. At the end of the interview, he put a like a gas mask on and he basically like chanted to in support of the protests. So, with all that being said. Um, he was banned for a year from the game. All of his money from that event was stripped from him, and it lit the world on fire. Everyone got mad at Blizzard, rightfully so, because it was just a, a knee jerk reaction that should have should we should have took took it a little bit slower. Since then, he was given his money back. his His suspension was reduced to six months, but he's still banned for six months. And you know, and people are still not happy with this. We went through we went through BlizzCon with. Um, you know, petitioning outside people people trying to uh you know bring bring blizzard down a notch. and now I think this is the biggest I don't want I don't know if it's a bloat. <sighs> it's not a blow to blizzard, but this is like this is some big news because I think I brought up this whole Jeff Kaplan and what and what overwatch is and how Blizzard kind of like looked like big hypocrites because of what they try to do with certain at, certain uh, IPS of their that they own versus like, um, what they what they did with this this kid or not even just not even just this player, what they've all these people they've banned uh, since then. So anyways, let me read a little bit about this Overwatch game developer Jeff Kaplan has expressed concerns about the punishment imposed on hearthstone player uh, Chung Nguye, uh talking to Washington Post Blizzard's vice president Blizzard's vice president. I didn't realize he was vice president of Blizzard first of all.
0: Hmm, but I, I did either.
2: know that he was the game director of Overwatcher is. He quoted, "I was relieved when they reduced his suspension and I think suspensions should be reduced more or eliminated, but that's just me." Additional quote, "I'm obviously a huge supporter of free speech," he added. "It's something that's very important to me. Uh, this uh, situation got got to me personally. I think the punishment was too harsh and I was greatly relieved when they gave the money back. I think th- that was extremely important." Kaplan explained that Overwatch team has had to deal with player suspensions before and that it usually takes four or five days to reach a decision. But as Blizzard president J. Allen Brack said in the opening ceremony of BlizzCon 2019, the company moved too quickly in regards to the Hong Kong situation with Blitzchung. However, Kaplan is clear that the reduction of Blitzchung's suspension from 12 months to 6 months isn't enough for his personal beliefs. He does note, though, that his opinion isn't shared Unanimous, unanimously, oh my god. Unanimously! Thank you, by everyone at Blizzard. Um, I think as individuals, we all have very different feelings about what happened in regards to the Hearthstone tournament and Jung, Kaplan said, there is a lot of very different reactions among all of us. And um, that's pretty much, I think that's his last, yeah, that's his last statement. Is that, yeah, I, I don't think there's... I don't think there's a lot. I think there's two sides: the people that think they're right, and the people that think you that you are that they're supporting China and and they're afraid to lose their deal with the China industry.
1: So you got this was the week that Owl Zero was in sitting in for me while I was out of town. You guys really dove into this, and. I, I had a different thought than what I did just a couple days later after dwelling on it. At first, I was like, listen, Blizzard is a company. It's their prerogative to preserve their ability to make money in China. So if that's what Blizzard feels like they need to do to protect their money, they're a business, their goal is to make money, that's on them. And then the more I thought about it, I thought about it from the standpoint that I think that... Freedom of speech uh, and liberty and uh, the things that we value here in the United States are important. They are important to me personally, and I believe in in the ability to live your life. And the people in China and the people in Hong Kong are not afforded the same rights that we are in the United States. And if, if the people at Blizzard care about the same things I care about and value the things I value as an American, then they should support people that speak out and and desire to have those freedoms and you know so i i tried looking at from the company standpoint and i understand to a degree but at the same time i would hope that the people the employees of of blizzard love the things about the free world that i love and that they would do the things that they need to even if it costs them some money to potentially cultivate the an atmosphere of change and and allow the people in China to live happily. We've gone really hard on China because of you know two of our subjects have been about issues in China. I don't believe in in the communist regime of China. I think they don't treat their people well in that country. Right. Yeah. So I agree. So from from our perspective, I would hope that Bl- Blizzard releases, you know, uh, lifts lifts this person's band and allows him to continue to play and allows him to continue to speak. Now, I know, you know, th- there's a lot of controversy around, you know, like NFL players and stuff using the game as a platform to speak on, and I can understand. that. Maybe a warning of, hey, listen, at our events is not the place for you to use as a political platform. What you do on your own time is your own time. Like I understand the sake of being an employee, like I understand that, but at the same time, Blizzard, if you want to fight against something that I personally kind of look at as evil, that you should have a spine and stand up to China a little bit. I, I understand it in in a certain way, okay. But here's,
2: but the bottom line is, is that. And the the NFL thing is a slippery slope, right? You can sit there and talk about like this is our platform and we have our rules around our platform, and like you can't you can't use it for personal gain or, or whatever your personal beliefs. That platform doesn't exist without the players. Mm-hmm. If the top ten percent of of players from whatever sport you want to pick said, "Well, fuck you," and walked away, are you telling me whatever sport that that, that happened to wouldn't be affected greatly by it. So is as important as your brand is, the NFL or or Blizzard? The players are everything because if no one plays your game, your game no longer matters. Mm-hmm. That's why Epic came out and said, oh yeah, we made, I don't know if you know this, but we made Fortnite. Yeah, the game you know that like is the biggest game in the world right now. And um, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. We're not going to stop you. What do you think that did for Fortnite? Got community support. It got community support. It got viewership. It got more people to play the game. It got people. It, like, that's the thing that, like, it's a balance. I get it. You don't want people to go off the, like, you don't want people running around supporting Nazis and all sorts of stuff. Like, I understand that. But this situation was so different. And that's why we talked about it back in the day. It was like, it can't be a broad rule. It just can't. Because a positive a move versus an evil move are, two, are very different. And so to me, to penalize one the same way you penalize the other is not fair and, and doesn't, will never, ever make your company look good. Absolutely. And so to me, that's where Blizzard screws up. That's where the NFL has no idea what they're doing and how to handle it. Properly, and you know, in any in any company, like even the NBA has been shit on a ton because right when this was all going down, the NBA had games over there, and they were like, and they and they kept them over there, and and you know, and then you had you had like people chiming in, like trying to like protect themselves and be like, oh well, you know, I, I don't I don't know what's going on, like um, we're just here to play basketball. It's like don't lie, like don't lie because and, and like they were literally you could tell these people were told by the league to just say what's on this sheet of paper and shut up mm-hmm. and it's just disgusting cuz at that point you don't look like a league you don't look like a like people that we care about you look like a, a soulless entity that is some corporation that just cares about money mm-hmm. and growth and you're going to get it no matter how you how it, what it takes and so that's why Blizzard's hurting right now. And that's why these companies that, that are handling this right are, are getting all this pushback. And so when it comes all back around to, you know, the thing back to Blizzard, and they've tried to backpedal, and they've tried to reduce things, and they've tried to apologize, like, what they really just need to do is wipe it all out. Literally, just give the dude, unban him, unban these players and say... Hey, you know what? We screwed up. We have. It turns out we have six different policies depending on what game it is, depending on this and that. That's our fault. We, we, to, that we that we made a confusing system. Here's our new game plan moving forward. This is how it's gonna work moving forward. Please, you know, understand this because this is what's gonna be the law when it comes to Blizzard. And you know, like, just accept it. Because what I hate how what I hate is like, hey, our bad. Um, but you did break the rules, so you're banned for six months instead of 12. Hey, yeah, you know what? It's still our bad. So, like, here's your money back, but you're still banned for six months. Oh, oh, it's our biggest show of the year right now. Okay, I'm gonna take the stage and say, yeah, we screwed up really bad, but he's still banned for six months because he broke the rules. Like, it's kind of like, yeah, I did that, but it wasn't my fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I did that, but it's not my fault. So, don't blame me. And, like, you know, but still, like my, like my games, like what I do, buy my stuff, please. But I'm sorry. Like, that's what you sound like to me. No, no, and i there's not owning that. up to it. I hate that shit. You just sound fake. You look stupid. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. That's Blizzard to me. So, when you get Jeff Kaplan. Okay, To wrap this all up, Jeff Kaplan, the vice president of your company. I have no idea how you let your vice president come out here and actually say this, first of all. If you're trying to stick to the stuff that you're you know, that, that you're st- saying in BlizzCon last week. And now you let your vice president and director of your biggest franchise right now, as far as I'm concerned, Overwatch. Anything mm-hmm. bigger coming out of, out of Blizzard right now?
1: No. Yeah, I don't think so. Overwatch. I don't see any of the other Blizzard games on ABC on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. I just see Overwatch there. The though.
2: director of this game coming out and saying, "Yeah, I don't agree with what my company did." Like I like Jeff. I like Jeff Kaplan, and I like all the things that 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 the Overwatch team and he has done as far as pushing the envelope on all sorts of different situations. And I like that he came out and said this. I like I like his situation. It doesn't look good for Blizzard again. That your vice president's coming out here mouthing off and saying, Yeah, I don't agree with everybody with, with, with the decision. Yeah. Well, good good for him for standing and up yeah, and saying what he I believes. I like it. Yeah. Good for him. I like seeing someone that is in a position that he
1: has a lot to lose. He has a spine. Good for him for having but he a, has spine a spine. And, coming and he out has and a, saying and he, and he has a voice. The people who signed my paychecks, I don't yeah. agree. I don't think that they handled this well. And yeah. what are they going to do about it? Fire him? Probably not. Yeah. And if they do, wh- He'll what be fine. if they do
2: what opportunities wait come for him Absolutely. at that point? Exactly. The dude the dude's bu- bulletproof right now. He's Superman. All right. But yeah. Anyways, uh, that's our attack on the news for these topics It's
1: Our the- attack on China <laughs> and communism.
2: <laughs> You're right. A lot of it was focused on that, and that's what was in the news this week. I was mm. like, "Man, we are really going to gang up on this," but it, but it deserves the focus. This is insane. What's going on? I was like, "We get to rip some commies." I'll be there, energy drink in yeah. Drinking hand. Yeah. How? I mean, we didn't even. I got some freedom we, juice. We didn't even think about the aspect of like, and this is this is. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole, so I'm just going to say it lightly. We can talk about it in the Discord if we want. You're limit you're you're restricting people. You're telling them they can't do it, right? Violence. Outlash.
1: It's possible, man. What happens? It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, we've seen people like we've seen kids kill their parents because they take away Fortnite. So watch That's out. That's what I mean. I'm just saying. It's scary out. shit. All right. Anyways. These are That's our attack on the news. For these
2: topics and much more, please visit gameslomedia.com. And uh, you, know, you can check out the Discord. You can check out our blogs. You can hit that YouTube channel. All sorts of content being made around video games and topics like this. So wherever you go, make sure you hit that subscribe, that like, whatever button it gives you. Heart emoji, poop emoji, whatever it is. We appreciate the support. Give me the
1: monocle emoji because you're taking a closer look at us. Ooh.
2: Man, I might take a still shot of him going like that and, and turn it into an emoji yeah, uh, man. Yeah. In, in the Discord. You can't yeah. do that
0: anymore. That's a hate symbol. You can't do that anymore. uh. Oh, oh. hate symbol right there. <laughs> I
1: don't know how that's a hate symbol. It used to be okay. Now it's bullying or something. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's a hand monocle.
0: I think we found our thumbnail for the show. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. I'm going to let him get situated because the next part requires
0: Dead uh, Knight's assistance. oh. oh. Miggy,
1: take $5. <laughs> I owe you $5. Take the money. No. Take
0: no. Take the money. Take the money. <laughs> no. Take the money. You keep it. I want your money. I owe Miggy $5 for a chicken ready? sandwich and he won't take my money. I got $5 too. Take, take it. Money. Take no, the
1: money. No, no, no. Take it. That's
0: the people's money. Fine. We, we tried. Putting a, putting okay, little in
1: detour wallet. in the show, but now it is time for- Zilla update. Let's do it. And Miggy is muted, so we are good to talk about the games that we played. I WILL
0: NOT BE SILENCED! (laughs) TAKE OUR MONEY! If you
1: take- if you take five dollars from me, I will unmute you. (laughs) Oh no. Uh, Just a minute. Abusing my power here. Miggy, I'm trying (laughs) to pay you for your WORDS. jeez five that's all i'm worth five mean, dollars i am paying pu- you five it. times as much as your words are worth wow I'm paying wow. You a you
0: premium all right listen gaming moment of the week <laughs> dad i take it away that's why cable and uh and, Al- and uh jazzy left yeah i'm abusive <laughs> everyone knows now yeah you've listened
1: to the show for yeah. a long time you've known so my he's got dirt on me i can't leave that's right <laughs> <laughs> so my gaming moment of the week uh i had the opportunity of doing something that grim has done uh chops uh you know the glitch a lot of people from uh the gamezilla media team and community have been able to do and that is spend an afternoon volunteering for uh, the Mott Children's Hospital to do Mott Arcade where uh, you know as as people know last November we we raised some money through games that like gives back to donate gaming mobile gaming carts to a children's hospital So, some kids can play some video games. So, this was my first time. You know, I was actually free on the Saturday to go out and uh, see JJ and Connor and all the guys there uh, that, you know, put together this cool event where a room is set up with projectors and TVs and the kids in the Children's Hospital get to come in and game for a couple hours and have some fun. So, I actually got the opportunity to to volunteer and I, I did Grimm's normal job and I covered the Rocket League cart. So and kids could come in and play play some Rocket League together. By Rocky,
2: Rocket League cart. He means like a physical cart that had Rocket League on it. Yeah, absolutely. Just so that people don't call it
1: calling it Rocket League cart. Rocket like, League cart. This, guy, this the
2: game. guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> he's a
1: dummy. Uh, so it was a lot of fun. It was just cool teaching some kids how to play a video game and just seeing some kids have some fun. Uh, you know, we're both strong believers in video games as both an entertainment and in a lot of ways an escape from daily lives. When you are a kid in the hospital. Uh, any escape is a good escape but my high point of the week came when a, a little girl came and she sat down and she's like i want to play i'm like all right let's do it let's play some rocket league you ever played before she goes no i want to play madden and i was like okay i'm terrible at madden so i, I you know i asked I, I think it was you know either connor or JJ. like hey do we have a copy of Madden for this playstation they go grab it we pop it in And right away, pop the disc in and the girl's like, you about to get this work. You don't even know. I'm like, what are you, what's going on here? She goes, I'm going to beat you so bad. Uh, She's like, you're not even going to score. I'm going to score hundred touchdowns. I was like, well, this kid is just destroying me with the trash talk. So (laughs) I'm I'm like trying to navigate the menu. She's like, nah, nah, let me see that. You don't know what you're doing. I was like, okay. And she's like whipping through the menus. And she's like, here, there was like already a game started. She's like, here, you have to be the lions. Like, why do I have to be the lions? And she goes, never mind, I want to be the Lions. They're the best football team! And I was like, ooh, that's not true. I don't know. I can't break a... That's like telling a kid Santa isn't real to tell a little football fan that the Lions aren't good. Miggy, Santa's not real. Except for on Christmas. Except for on Christmas. Except for on Christmas. So, we start playing and right, you know, and then uh, eventually we get to the point where she's the Lions, uh, I'm playing as the Vikings, and we're going. And uh, she. I go ahead and and I score, but I I don't score the extra point, so I have six points. And then she's going, marching down the field, back and forth. I throw an interception. She's just talking smack the whole time, going in on me. She's like, you're garbage. You're trash. What are you even doing? Why do you even game? Like, just going in on me. Dang. Going hard. So now, you know, she scored, and she got the conversion on me. So it's, it's eight to six. Now, at the beginning of the day, I'm reminded by uh, by our guys running the event, like, hey, you know, make sure the kids win. You know, like, okay, right, of course, right. we're here to build up these, these kids. And so we're going, and uh, little girl has the ball. It's third and ten. And, like... I decide I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, smack talk a little bit back because I have been, you know, I've been kind of going back and forth with her, letting her win. And uh, our man Connor comes up and he's got the, got his phone out recording. And this girl, <laughs> she's going, and I, I was like, it's not even gonna happen. I'm about to lock it down. You're not getting the first down. Not gonna happen. I'm talking a little bit of smack back to her. And he's like, recording, like, oh yeah, this is good. And she straight up throws a pick right to my player, And <laughs> Connor is like, ooh, I'm, uh, I'm gonna delete that video and. He He walks off (laughs) because I didn't do it on purpose. You can't like just, I don't know anything about man to actually cause an an interception, but I'm like, oh, that made me look real bad. Like I was just trying to destroy this little girl. And that was the last time GameZilla was invited to a Monarch game. Yeah, never invited back. Um... But, but she won. it was all good. Her parents were right there, uh, having a laugh as her uh, as their daughter verbally abused me. Uh, you know it was it was normal behavior. I normally get abused by people while playing video games. So uh, she had fun. I had fun, and it was it was a great experience, and I can't wait to go back.
2: Awesome. Well, that's good to hear. I, I unfortunately wasn't able to make this event, so i'm I'm glad I glad you guys have a good time. and I believe that you got to hang out with somebody that I also got <laughs> to hang out with when I was doing the Mario Kart booth because the trash talk seems very <laughs> similar. And uh, it was a good time, very good time. But uh, I'm, I'm glad at least they won. You, you did explain to me the score and everything and uh, – and the um
1: the mess of the game that it was was it eight to six? It was eight to six because I didn't know how to <laughs> kick a field goal, and she did the conversion. And like you know, her parents were like, "Okay, only a couple more plays." And I was like, "All right, I really just gotta like try and run down the clock a little bit, like yeah. you know, I can't accidentally score here." And but uh, smack talk, she just and oh oh one her touchdown, her touchdown went her throwing like a hail mary, it bobbling off her player's hands falling to the right and another player catching it and running it. And I was like, what just happened? And, like, she's, like, like pushing me and giving me a hard time. <laughs> I'm like, how? How? I was like, you cheating? Did you enter cheat codes on me? you got to be honest. Are you cheating? And it was, it, I mean, it was the craziest touchdown I've ever seen in a football game. But, again, it, it made for hopefully she had a, a fun time uh, beating up on old man Deadite. Good, good, good. Uh, and, yeah, obviously we always want to
2: thank uh, – CS Mott's Children's mm-hmm. Hospital for inviting us to uh, to partake on these uh, these monthly events and volunteer and you know they've uh they've given us a lot of opportunities, so it's uh it's awesome. It's super rewarding and, mm-hmm. and we love hanging love hanging out helping out and you know, helping the kids. Yeah. Miggy, what do you got for us? That's it? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Look at him peering around the monitor
1: moment, all smugly at me. Gaming moment of the week. Smugly Miggy.
0: Player one Miggy. Well, I won't go too deep into because I have not put that much time into it. But, uh, yeah, game moment of the week is Death Stranding. I put about <gasps> four hours into it on Saturday. You will respect that man's genius. <laughs> I put about four hours into it Saturday. Um... Which is about enough for me to finish watching the cutscene. You know, the opening cutscene was about four hours. Oh, um, God. <laughs> maybe, no. maybe when you say respect that man's genius, you know who else was a
1: genius? Thomas Edison. And he created some great things. He also electrocuted an elephant to death to prove that his electricity stuff worked. This is so, true. This is true. So genius doesn't always mean good.
0: Respect that man's genius too.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor elephant. But um, <laughs> the power of DC energy. <laughs> but um, no, I've, I've been I was enjoying it. Um, yeah, the, it, are, it does have some lengthy cutscenes um, within just being the first four hours, but it doesn't waste any time let, showing you what the world is. I mean, you get uh, acclimated to the world, what it's about, what you're going to be facing within the first. 30 minutes, um, you're, you're, everything is laid out for you, and some new difficult words you have to learn in the verse. but um, I've been enjoying it, the characters, everything looks great, the story is somewhat confusing, but a little bit comprehensive, because um, that's good story t- storytelling, <laughs> being confused for like 10 it, hours. The
2: story yeah, is yeah, somewhat true. confusing, but super comprehensive.
0: <laughs> uh, semi. <laughs> semi-comprehensive, but um, no, I mean, so so far, I mean, hopefully that the game will be, um, I know it's like a, a mail delivery, you know, FedEx, you know, kind of sim, um, but I'm hoping that it's going to be linear because you're going from one side of the state to another side, I mean, one side of the country to the other side, so I'm hoping that it's just going to be linear, so you're going from one point to another and not having to backtrack, but it's creepy. You're going to have
2: to backtrack, come on. I'm hoping. You think you're going to get to California and it's just going to be like, thanks for playing the game, have a
0: good day. Well, it's kind of, it's a lengthy because you're going all this way on foot. I mean, I suspect that you may have to go back, I don't want to spoil anything, but you you are going to have to go back, so I don't know if you're going to have to make the traverse, you know, from one end back to the other, but um, um, yeah yeah it's it's, it's interesting so far it's the game's about 40 to 50 hours long um fifty to, to 70. uh oh really i was i looked it up and it said 40 to 50 and are you muting me in and out I'm just trying to bring you down. You got kind of, oh. kind of a little you're too getting, excited. You're getting sorry, really into the sorry,
2: microphone because sorry. you're like, you're defensive, you know, yeah. because you got oh. this shitty game that you think is good.
0: Hey, or something. hey, hey! hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thanks, thanks for the first date. I need it. Yeah, remember, I need
1: it. remember when you were like a freshman in high school and you had like way too many books and you just had to balance them around the halls? That's just all death training is just balancing things. That's and why it
0: seems so familiar. Yeah, Remind instead of me in high school. Yeah, instead
1: of bullies in high school, you have these weird what are they? BTs, but. Yeah, but BTs yeah. and
2: DBs and <laughs> CTs even, and XGs and they don't explain what any of them mean. They just fucking ramble off this shit and then you're just like, okay, cool. I got a baby on
0: my chest. <laughs> but even that mechanic is is interesting. The um, baby is the most interesting thing of the game. Well, even, I mean, in the carrying stuff too, I mean, you can carry, it. No, you can strap stuff directly on your body. First of all, you, sir, shouldn't ever talk about the mechanic of carrying
2: things because you're terrible at it. You gave me, I had anxiety watching your stream. Anxiety. <laughs> he would spend 15 minutes loading himself out and be like, I'm going to put this box on this shoulder. I'm going to put this this triangle-looking thing on this shoulder. I'm going to put this barrel thing on my back. I'm perfectly balanced. So what's he do? He sprints the entire time. <laughs> sprints up a fucking mountain. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, just walk, just just stop sprinting. Yeah, you you stressed me out, man. (laughs) My wife's like, why are you watching? I'm like, because I'm trying to support him, my friend. But he's pissing me off right now. Well, some people
0: go for the FedEx, UPS. Well, yeah, the FedEx and the uh, and the UPS experience. I'm more of the USPS experience. I'll get it there, but it just you know might be some assembly required. (sighs) There was one delivery I
2: watched you deliver. Seven broken containers, and by broken I mean they were zero percent health left.
0: That's because of the rain. Come on, the, ti- the timefall. It had nothing well, no, to do with. No, the it seven was because falls. of the timefall. Yes, the time. What happens is in the timefall when it starts raining. Everything gets damaged. So when I turned it in, it was completely rusted. Don't you have tarps you rusted. can put over it? Right. No, you don't. You have to like try and um <laughs> that's stupid. Give your people some tarps. I think I mean, like I said, I'm only five hour. I mean four hours into it, so I don't know if there's caves and stuff that you can like hide in the shelter yourself, or you have to time out how you're Man. um <laughs> in a future where there are no tarps. Plastic. Plastic has been outlawed. But later you get you get vehicles. You get vehicles so you'll be able to get from point A to point B a lot quicker, so Desperateing.
2: I watched. I watched more of this game and stream than I like to admit. And and the more I've watched it, the more I've gotten into like the story. But the gameplay in between of him like carrying boxes from point A to point B, I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me, right?
0: <laughs> now. And I'm,
2: wa- I'm watching this, and all I'm doing is I feel like I'm watching like I don't know storage wars, and I'm yelling at some guy like, "Don't buy that fucking locker! <laughs> don't do it!" Ugh, anyways, um, Miggy, my gaming moment of the week was watching Player One Miggy. No, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding. I'm glad you're enjoying the game, though, buddy. Um, did you only get the one stream in so far?
0: Yeah, yeah, okay. ne- next stream would be tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. There we go. People can jump in,
2: check out Player One Miggy on Mixer, and, uh, you know, see see what it's all about. See what Death Stranding's all about, what Player One Miggy's all about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Four hours in,
2: turned in seven rusted. boxes. Yeah, Owl Owl Zero's throwing some heat in the in the uh, mixers chat right now. Four hours in, turned in seven rusted boxes. Zero percent. Here's a Monster Energy drink. It. That's U- the that's the game. Yeah, yeah. USPS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my gaming moment of the week's. Uh, <laughs> My game of the moment of the week is like uh is three pieces, okay? The first piece is Mixer. I just wanted to say thank you everybody for an amazing week. I um I had something happen on Saturday that was just wild. I we started streaming Arc as like a bonus a bonus episode of Arc Noobs. Ah, Dinos. And it's our Tuesday and Thursday show normally where we just kinda Owl Zero and I just build and hang out with people in the chat and learn the game. And we had a lot of people come through Well, on Friday, someone asked me about Embers, which is like currency, you know, within Mixer. And so I enabled Embers for the first time ever. And, you know, a few Embers were thrown my way. It was super cool. It seemed to, like, spark more conversation, which was neat. And I went to bed. Saturday, came around. I decided to stream. And we just had this moment where people just started kind of having deep conversation. And because of it, I got to share a lot about like who who I am, what I've been through, and how that drives me, and why gaming is important to me because of it, and a lot of these things. And um, you know, people that I've been networking with on Mixer showed up that you know I wasn't expecting to show up in my stream that are much larger than I am, and but and sat there and listened, and so we just we had this really good, I mean, couple hours of just talking about. Bullying and gaming and positivity and anxiety and depression. And, like, we were covering some really big topics that are, you know, that affect a lot of people differently and and how it's challenging to, you know, to help people out because depression might affect you different than it affects me. Anyways, it was – it felt great. Like, by the time I was done, I felt like I kind of had, like, a vent session – but it was with it was with people that I'm just getting to know and stuff. But I like felt safe, I felt comfortable, and that's that's that mixer community once again that I've been so uh, happy to to uh, hang out and to be a part of, and you know. And then that's when I had a, a new person drop in and like just unload embers on me, and I just couldn't believe what was happening. I'm like, I'd just be talking, and then like giant chunks of embers would come through, and I'm like, what is going on? So, again, I just wanted to, like, shout out everybody that, that uh, you know, spent the time with me on Saturday and the conversations we had. You know, hopefully it was helpful for you like it was for me. I felt good. Like, I didn't realize I needed to get some of that out. Um, I, I am the one – I am a type of person that will hold on to things too long. And uh, so it felt good to kind of have that session that, that just – where I felt safe enough to talk about it and not worry about trolls coming into the stream and like calling me names or whatever. So, um, and then thank you for all the people that supported me that night too. That's awesome and all the new follows and everything. It was it was really cool. So that was uh, that was my Saturday. It was really really impactful. But I've been playing all week with the next piece of my gaming moment of the week, and that is the my new love of my life. Sorry, wife. Sorry, Jade. You've been replaced. (laughs) Oh, man, that knocks
1: me down to third. Yeah.
2: But, no, I picked up the new Xbox Elite uh, Series 2 controller, and I wasn't sure how much, like, I would be impressed by it because I use an Elite Series 1, um, and so I'm very used to the controller. But I knew there was a lot of things that had changed on the controller. I am a week into using this nonstop, and I love it. It is I didn't think they could take a controller that was so good and really make it that much better, but they did. So if you have an Elite One and you think about upgrading, I think it's worth it, actually. Um, I, that was That was a hard sell for me at first if someone already had the controller. If you don't have an Elite controller, you're looking for a pro controller, this thing's great. Not only will it work for your Xbox, but it's Bluetooth compatible, so it's easy to work with your PC, and it is fully supported for xCloud when xCloud launches, so this can be your, your controller on the go as well. So, yes, it's expensive. So if you're looking for a pro controller, I think you already understand that pro controllers are not cheap. How much is it? That's
1: $180. Man, but compared to like a scoff? It's right? Compared to something quality? That, or how much is that Astro controller? $200. So in comparison, that's actually for what you get in that controller, it's that's a, actually yeah. uh, I would consider that a very competitive price. Yeah,
2: it's very competitive and uh and on, yeah, when you look at it when you look at other controllers I, I feel like you can you can look back at the series two and every time oh, every time, and say yeah this is better value, every time. So, um, but yeah, I love this thing. I I can't, like it has it has motivated me to stream more, play more. I just I want to use it, and so um, yeah that that's uh, part two. And then my final part is I. Uh, I I did, I did. Had a big week. I made a ladder I did. I, and I knew this week was going to be rough. Like like months ago, right? <laughs> months yeah. ago, I knew that my my wallet was going to take a hit. Oh, well, I
1: mean, I'll have a half hour worth of gaming moment of the week next week. So. Yeah, th- exactly. You will. So, um,
2: I made a lateral move. So this is an upgrade. This is would be a legit lateral. It's move, an emotional upgrade. An emotional upgrade, and I picked up the uh, which I had pre ordered, but I wasn't sure if I was going to get it, and that is the Pokemon. Uh, Nintendo Switch Lite edition and that's the uh, is it um uh, oh god what are their names i already forgot
1: uh, zashian
2: uh, Zacian and Z- Zintazuma zuma or something like that zenta yeah zentazama or zentazuma sashin yeah yep. sashin yep. yeah so um, it's really it's it's super nice i had the turquoise edition of the light uh, before which i got at launch I really liked the light, so that kind of sold the deal, you know, sealed the deal on getting the first whatever limited edition um switch light that they released, which is this one. Zemazenta, says Fox. Zemazenta, yeah, thank you. And so uh obviously the blue and blue and pinkish, like what would you call it? a rose ish. It's it's not red. It's not pink, it falls in between.
1: Yeah. It's 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 right in between pink and red. Yeah, Yeah. it's like a creamy
2: red. Is that a weird way of putting it? So obviously symbolizing the two Pokemon games, Sword and Shield, Magenta Cyan. I think Magenta Cyan is actually really accurate. That's actually really good, yeah. Uh, With a really nice gray that was a little bit darker than I thought, which I was happy about. And then you're not going to be able to see on stream, I think, that well. But if you take a look there, the two legendary Pokemon from the game uh, are Etched on the backside with like a metallics, like a, just a, just a darker gray on a lighter gray, so it's not super like, str- like over the top, but it's just it's just nice. It's subtle. Yeah, it's subtle. It's not loud, and so it's nothing crazy. It's what I already was used to, as far as I've been using nothing but the light since I got the the light back in September. But it just is a switch into the limited edition that is the Pokemon edition that I am very excited to get. The Pokemon game, so I can actually play it on this system here in just a few more days. But the one statement I'll have on this is Isn't it weird that this came out a week before the game? Like,
1: why? You know, I thought that was a little unusual, but I liked it because, you know, I didn't, I breezed over, I didn't use it as a game over the week, but now I now have full custody over my launch edition Nintendo Switch, because I bought that same Switch Lite for my wife to play Pokemon. So I I also purchased one of those this week. Um, And the way I looked at it, is it coming out a week before Pokemon was like, great, I can have that set up, her Nintendo account logged into, her data already on it like she has a week to play with it and get comfortable with it and then we have the game opposed to it coming out on launch day me having to get our copies of the game and get her switch set up and get us both up and running this way you know she'll probably be three hours into the game by the time i even get home from work so it's nice that it came out a week in advance but it is unusual
2: i mean i'm happy that it came out early because i got to i got to mess with it mess with it early so i'm I'm completely okay it just it's it felt weird that it's only a week apart. It'd be different if this came out when the other mm-hmm. Switch lights came out. Yeah. And then, you know, you had to wait for the game. But um, I'm going to do something that I don't think we've ever done before, and it's because Mixer is just... People are way being just way more... The community, the chat is just doing a lot better uh, here on Mixer. Uh, Lord, who is somebody that... Um, I got this. You don't have to click on anything, Mickey. Um... But Lord is somebody that came from my stream, from Grimlock the Dino. Um, And he said his gaming moment of the week so far is that he finished the roof on his solo ARC file today. So Lord, just so you know, is somebody that when we started ARC and we knew nothing, this was one of the first people to find us and start teaching us about the game and has been to literally, I want to say every single stream that I've had. So, um, you know, Congrats on your roof! We always talk about this at once we're done with our gaming moments and say, "What's your gaming moment?" Head on over to the Discord and share it in the Discord. But I do like that you know someone shared it in the chat. So you know, w- moving forward, if someone if people start to share their gaming moments, maybe we'll we'll uh, try to pull one or two and share it on the show. Yeah. So congrats, Lord. Maybe nice stuff. But uh, yeah, the uh, th- that's my gaming moment of the week though is the Switch, the controller. The mixer community and what happened on Saturday—it um, was all, all combined, really, all kind of happened together. So I did—I uh, did do a reveal of the switch on stream as well. So you can—you can check that out over—check that out over at game, uh, Grimlock the Dino. But like I said, that's our gaming moments. What's your gaming moments? Head on over to the Discord, GamesLilMedia.com, click that community tab, and you know, hop into whatever channel best fits your gaming moment. Share it. Let's talk about it. But uh, what else we got? You want to talk about all the other content people can absorb? Yeah, I do. Okay, don't don't
1: do it that <laughs> yeah. way. Though. GameZillaMedia.com has an assortment of podcasts, many video game related, that you're going to love. Like Noiseland Arcade, which is our Simpsons podcast. Last Action Podcast, it's our action movie show. Legend of Retro, our classic gaming podcast. Noobs and Dragons, Tabletop, Dungeons and Dragons action. And um, the GameZilla podcast, but you already know about us. We're new to Mixer. Yeah, we're on Mixer. Yeah, Mixer. God, don't do that. Yeah, go to gamesillamedia.com to learn more. Yeah. I'm going to
2: strangle you with this cord.
1: Yeah, I'm getting strangled to death. It's a
2: website.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: my God. <laughs> We've literally dropped seven viewers since you started doing that. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, no one's here
0: anymore.
2: <laughs> Anyways, Can't be any
0: worse than this.
2: Yeah, check out all of our content, um, YouTube YouTube, our stream team has up uh, been updated on the website, so you can go there. And you can see, uh, you can see our mixer links, our Twitch yeah. Twitch links for Craig WK, Matrix on stage, uh, Facebook links for people that are streaming on Facebook, like Spidey2kx, uh, stuff like that. So that keeps getting updated and keeps growing. I want to welcome to the mixer stream team, frustrated Canadian. Somebody that uh, ended up joining us, and uh, you can catch their streams as well. You can find our, we have a GameZilla team, actually, right now on Discord. If you scroll down, you'll see it's missing the logo because it won't let me put the logo in right now. It's a bug that we're working with Microsoft to fix. But if you click on that, you'll see the actual Mixer team, and you can uh, see who's live right then and there um, and check them out. But make sure to give Frustrated Canadian a, a look. It's got some good content, so... Uh, all right. Episode 286 of the Little podcast about wraps it up. Uh, any last anything? Any last announcements? Anything Making needs to say? Like like a true statement about uh, Death Stranding and, and his disappointment and everything that Kojima does? Yeah. No?
0: No? no? No, no, no. Okay.
1: Just take a page out of Owl's Denial. book. Denial. <laughs> oh no, just kidding. I mean, I'm just going to say I won't be here next week because I'm going to be playing Pokemon.
2: Yeah, right. You'll be here playing Pokemon. I won't talk. That's fair. (laughs) That's probably accurate. You're probably right.
0: I was when he got Zelda.
2: All right. Well, everybody, thank you for hanging on episode 286 of the GameZilla podcast. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game game on.
1: on. Yeah!